Hey, everybody. Welcome back to In Search of Tarot. I am Nick, and I am thrilled to be with you. Um, this episode, we're going to be focusing on the new moon in Virgo, um, which is taking place on Thursday the 17th, and the corresponding tarot card, which is the Hermit. Um, the Hermit corresponds with Virgo. So Virgo is a card, or sorry, a season that is all about um, kind of focusing inward, being diligent, doing good work. Um, and Heidi Rose Robbins, who some of you might follow, um, posted something today that I really loved where she talked about the the beauty and the magic that Virgo brings. Cause sometimes Virgo, you know, is kind of given a, a bad rap in that it's like the hard worker and kind of not always able to have a lot of fun because it can be very hard on itself and therefore hard on others. But she was talking about the, the earthly connection of Virgo and the way Virgo knows how to turn the mundane into the magical, sort of thinking of Mary Poppins, you know, who says, with every job that must be done, there is an element of fun. You find the fun and snap, the job's a game. Um, and that feels extremely Virgo. So um, in this episode, I have a special treat for you. Um, my old co-host, Erica, has returned. Um, she is a Virgo and we talk all about the Hermit card. We bring back her Harry Potter reference, which I've been sorely missing. She has created a beautiful Spotify playlist for the Hermit card, um, which you can go to Spotify and find right now. It's fantastic. And then I get to, as a special treat, give Erica a birthday reading. Uh, it's a year ahead spread that was created by Amanda Yates Garcia of um, the Between the Worlds podcast, which I bet a lot of you listen to. Um, Amanda is an amazing witch. She also wrote the book Initiated, which is fantastic. And I've been using this spread ever since she came out with it, I think a couple of years ago. Um, it's a great uh, birthday year ahead spread. So I just thought that would be fun for you guys. I always enjoy when tarot readers um, kind of let, let people in on, on the experience of having a tarot card reading from them. Of course, it's extra fun because Erica and I are so close. Um, and just thought you guys might enjoy hearing that. So before we dive into that, just a couple of things. Um, as always, we're always trying to spread the word about this podcast. So if you have two seconds right now, even as you're listening to just go into your, um, whichever, you know, program you're using, whether it's Spotify or Apple iTunes or wherever you're listening and just give us a rating and a review. It can be a very short one sentence review, but it just helps spread the word about the podcast. Um, it's the best way to kind of bump us up in the feed and let other people um, discover us. And I also wanted to tell you one of the reasons that this intro is particularly short this week is I am getting ready to uh, come out with my first book on tarot, which is kind of crazy. Um, it's actually a guided journal series that I'm putting out. I talked about it last episode called, it's called In Search of Tarot. And uh, book zero, The Fool, is going to come out a week from uh, Thursday, for a week from this Thursday, uh, which is the 24th, um, which will be my birthday. And the, the book is all about the fool. It's filled with um, incredible full color, watercolor illustrations that were done by my collaborator, Megan Turek. Um, it's five by seven, so zine style. And uh, it's meant for, it's basically a half finished book where I, you know, I'm giving you thoughts and reflections on the card and then kind of providing you with prompts and beautiful pages for you to fill the, the rest of the book with your own um, intuitive downloads. So it's just trying to provide you a place to actually like a repository for your own wisdom that you can go back to again and again and, and kind of reflect on and, and reference. Um, so really trying to put you in the driver's seat and, and, you know, empower you to feel that your own intuition is really all you need um, to read tarot. 
So the book is um, $15. It is available. Uh, there, the link is um, in my bio on Instagram at Man of the Cards um, to pre-order. And uh, you can also go to manofthecards.com and click on shop and pre-order there. Pre-orders are open now through the 24th, and then the book will go officially on sale on the 24th, and shipping will begin on the 25th. Um, we are only offering a limited number of these because we are self-publishing. And so if you know that you're interested in a copy, I really recommend that you do a pre-order um, just to make sure you can you get one. Um, and then the plan is that from here on out, every two months, the next book in the series will continue to come out. And there will only be eight. We're not making 78 books. Um, what we're doing is splitting the first three books uh, or the the th next three books after this, this first book about the fool will be the three lines of the major arcana, followed by four books on um, the suits of the tarot. And those, those, each of those books will touch on all the cards um, in those lines, but we're not making separate books for every card because that would be crazy. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys, I just can't wait for you to start getting them and working with them. Can't wait to see how you use them. Um, Megan and I picked up the first proof a couple days ago and it looks incredible, incredible. Like the printer did an amazing job and the quality is great. And I just, I can't wait for you guys to, um, to see it. So uh, I think that's it. Um, and I hope you enjoy this episode. I did want to let you know, um, as a content warning that Eric and I do spend some time talking about body dysmorphia and, um, eating disorders. So if that is uh, a subject that, you know, touches you in a special way, um, this may not be the episode for you. It kind of is sprinkled a little bit throughout. Erica was, uh, wonderfully willing to be vulnerable and, and have this reading recorded. And we really treated it like any, any reading where we really, you know, dive deep. So, um, but there's also lots of, you know, beautiful, fun, happy moments as well. So, um, I hope you get something out of it. Um, and I will talk to you very soon. Thanks guys. my god erica it is so good to be back with you <laughs> i've missed it so much <laughs> we've missed you and thank you so much for keeping doing the um the playlists like which just honestly get better and better i've listened to that moon playlist so many times i really i think it's my favorite one i like went in and it's super witchy which i love because like now we're getting into spooky season um yeah <laughs> yes. and by the time this episode comes out i will have asked you to make a hermit playlist um which i yes. will be which i will be very curious to hear because you are a virgo yourself so in a way it's like yes. your, own, your own playlist which will be interesting yeah yeah. Yeah. So, so why don't you tell, talk to us about like, we've talked to AJ about what it was like for him to be a cancer. And now we're going to talk mm -hmm. to you about what it's like to be a Virgo. And I'm, I'm super curious because my mom is a Virgo and I've dated a Virgo. So I'm curious to hear from you, like what it's like to be a Virgo. Yeah. I also have a lot of Virgos in my life, which is interesting. And I'm a twin. So yes, you know, um, Yes. I, you know, I love being a Virgo. I think the, you know, I think the biggest thing is a lot of people assume Virgos are super like critical, which 
I can agree with, but I can say at least for me, I, I can be very critical of myself as opposed to other people. I don't think I'm very critical towards other people at all. I feel like I'm very like accepting and nurturing. Um, but I can definitely in every facet when it comes to what I'm doing, I can criticize myself till the day is done. Um, which is not a good thing. I know. And I, I definitely take time to be kind to myself as well. Um, but I'm also like super organized. Um, even so even like, because we're out here in California in the middle of fire season, um, you know, things were getting like scary. And I like sat down and like made like this emergency checklist. I got all of our, you know, our important documents together. They're like all in one place, you know, so that way I like being organized makes me just feel like prepared in every way. Mm -hmm. And I love that feeling. Um, Even with the podcast, you've always been super like organized and which, which God knows I need that in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I love organization. I love like, I love everything to kind of be, I make the bed every day. I like everything to be in its place. Um, Change is very difficult for me. I'm definitely like a creature of habit. Um, But, you know, obviously understand when the leap of faith is necessary and I've acted on those moments in my life as well. Um, Yeah, I don't know. What else? What What am I missing? I don't know. I mean, it's interesting to hear you talk about these things because I actually think in a lot of ways it's making the hermit make sense to me. I think um, I think I used to associate Virgo more with the the f- divine feminine side of it. Like it's it's mm-hmm. associated with like the virgin and the and feminine. And I actually myself this Virgo season have really been feeling a lot of like empress vibes. Um, mm-hmm. I've really been feeling more connected to nature than I normally feel. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of all that, but uh, yeah. but as you're talking about this hermit, I mean, we're talking about being a Virgo. Like, mm-hmm. it does kind of make me think of the hermit in that, like, the hermit, you know, chooses to put themselves in isolation, and therefore they're able to kind of organize things how they want mm-hmm. them, you know, and, yeah. and really kind of get their own shit together, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I do think a lower vibration of Virgo can be. Um, not being comfortable with things being out of order, you know, and not Mm -hmm. liking other people to cause chaos or like get not like sometimes struggling to have conversations with people that don't think in that organized kind of way, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And that is very hermit, I think, because, or sort of could be the danger of the hermit is like that you would get so comfortable with living how you want to live that you would kind of not want to return to society, you know? Yeah. 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 And definitely like, I love a plan. I mean, I can be spontaneous and spur of the moment, but I, if I get my heart set on something, so like, this is going to be the silliest example, but I, as you were talking and like, I was thinking about planning, this is what came to my mind. Last year during Halloween, when AJ and I just moved out here, we had like found this, like, I can't even remember what it was called. Oh, it was like a pumpkin, like pumpkin Halloween spooky festival. I don't know. And we were so excited. And I was like, all I want is funnel cake. (laughs) That's all that I want. And we had this whole plan and we were so excited. We got stuck in like the lot, like the traffic line to get in to the festival was like an hour and a half long. So I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm not going to get my funnel cake. And we get there and like, everything's fine. And we're like, oh, well, let's go through this like pumpkin walk first. Like, 
it doesn't close until 10. Like we've got plenty of time and <laughs> everything's great. And we're done and we come back funnel cake closed. It's gone. And I was no. like, no. <laughs> and I was so let down, like gutted. So such a silly example, but Yes, I love a plan, and if and if I really if my heart is set on something and it doesn't happen, I'm like. Mm, wah, wah. Well, well, so what is it like to be a Virgo right now in the time of in the era of 2020 when like nothing is certain and everything's changing? Well, so luckily for me, um, since moving out here, like with this job, my job has been steady the whole time, and mm. that's been like my grounding, and that's honestly, you know, when I would talk about leaving theater and leaving New York, I, I couldn't handle the instability of, of theater. I could not handle the lack of job, the lack of pay. It like stressed me out so much. So I think that, that that's still happening. I'm like, great. And the fact that I get to be in my house and be my hermit self is the best. <laughs> like, right. I love being able to work from home and just be with my kiddies and AJ all day. It's like, I, so like I'm doing okay with it, even though everything around is like super chaotic. Honestly, actually when two weeks ago when the fires were really close to us, I really struggled like every day. I w had so much anxiety and I was so stressed and, and with where we live because there's, it's not like in town, we're just like very at risk because it's just dry and it's a lot of land. And yeah. so that I really did struggle with like day to day, like physically, emotionally, I was like, uh, you know, mm -hmm. but aside from that, um, I've been doing okay. And like, we're, you know, we're taking our precautions as far as COVID and everything. So we feel safe about that. Um, yeah. so yeah. All right. Well, I will ask you one old question and I did not prep yeah. you for this. So, you know, whatever, <laughs> but what do we think? Do we, is there a hermit in Harry Potter, I feel like I have to ask you. I, I haven't, oh. I've really struggled. I've really struggled to keep doing the Harry Potter references without you. So I'm, I'm curious to hear if you have one. Um, a hermit in Harry Potter. I'm trying to think like outside of the box too. It made me think of that creepy old woman that turns out to be like a booby trap in the yes. last yeah 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 and she turns and it's like actually nagini yeah. oh my god yeah <laughs> i i was also gonna say like petunia yeah i don't know i mean i know we don't really get much on her but she is super like i feel like she's like very like organized and she's all about like that home life and like you know super like uh what am i thinking uh, like the magazine cover, you know, like my house oh, is perfect. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, maybe, maybe. Also thing. maybe Hagrid. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's like, he's out and about, but he lives like a hermit, you know, in the hut yeah. and like, yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to do something fun this episode where I'm going to give you a birthday reading. It was just your birthday on, what was the actual date? It was the second. The second, okay. Mm -hmm. And that's actually important because we're gonna use uh, beacon cards in this spread. Oh, yeah. um, so I'm using a birthday spread that was created by Amanda Yates Garcia, who we love. Um, and it anchors your birth date from this year of 2020 and looks at your birth date of 2021 and what's kind of bridging those two things. And then it breaks it out from there. So. Let me get out my cards. Um, 
All right, so I have to do some math to start um, to get your beacon cards. So we go, all right, so we go nine plus two plus two plus two for 2020. And we get 15 and it is the devil. Oh, this is, wow. so this, this is a devil, a devil year for you. Yeah. And then we go, uh, nine plus two plus two plus two plus one, and we get 16. It is the tower. For 2021? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Your face says it all, yep. <laughs> all right, okay. so hang on, let me pull those cards out. Um, so what I, always think about with the devil is a sense of being split in two, um, where you really struggle to know that you can be all things at once. Um, it's almost for me like the lesson of the lover's card, which you and I talked about during Gemini season, that the devil creeps in and makes you kind of forget all of that that you learned during the lovers, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And so like, it, it's a sense of like, you know, that you're good Erica, quote unquote, or bad Erica, you know, and, and really the truth is that you're just Erica always. Um, mm -hmm. And what is interesting too in the devil card, the traditional image is that the figures are chained, but the chains are like loose around their necks. So yeah, so that, but the chains are loose. So it sort of seems as if these figures could have gotten in these chains really by choice, which I think is a, an important piece of the devil you know, is that we kind of choose, we choose to like repeat these cycles. We, you know, it has a lot to do sometimes with addiction and with, um, and that can be addict, addictive mental pers uh, mental things, you know, like patterns in our minds. And even the way we can be comfortable with um, mis being mistreated or mistreating ourselves, you know, just like mm -hmm. patterns that we really choose. And the offering of the devil card is, you don't have to choose that, you know, you can, yeah. you can choose to get out of it. And the best way to get out of it is to actually admit that you have a problem. Like the first step is to admit you have a problem, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so how can you sort of get curious in those moments when you feel um, tempted to repeat that same pattern or habit? How can yeah. you, how can you stop for a second and say, okay, what is it I'm really wanting right now? Cause it's not, mm -hmm. It's not this drink, it's not this drug, it's not mm -hmm. this shopping spree, it's something else um, mm -hmm. that I'm kind of glossing over. Um, yeah. You know, what comes up for you in this 2020 year with that? For sure. And we talked about this a little bit um, previously, not on a podcast or anything, but for me, it's going to get a little deep. It's my, it's fully like my body image. 100%. Um, and it's interesting because I've, I've been like really trying to, I like opened up to a couple friends about it. And I, so for everyone listening, I struggled with an eating disorder when I was 14. And honestly, like ever since, I can honestly say I just turned 31. And in the past, what, 16 years of my life, am I doing my math right? I've never once looked in the mirror and been like, yeah, I feel good. I feel good about, you know, I've, I've always been like picky, proddy, whatever. And 
what's insane is that like now that I'm 31, I look back and I'm like, God, I, I look at pictures from last year and I'm like, why was I unhappy with how I looked last year? Like I looked amazing. And like, I've, you know, we haven't, I've, I've probably gained a little bit of weight, not to even be like toxic or anything at all. Just like realistic. I've definitely like put on a few pounds and like, and it's fine, <laughs> but, and I'm trying to like, I, I follow like, there's this model, her name's Iskra. She's like an airy real model. I'm obsessed with her. And she's like all about body positivity. And I love her. And like, I can look at pictures of so many women and be like, they're stunning. I'm obsessed with them. But like, why can't I feel that way about myself? Um, in my like natural state of how I am meant to be of just how I am naturally. Um, so I, I was talking to AJ about this actually like last night or two nights ago. And, um, I was like, you know what? Like, I just need to accept like how I am. Like this, this is me and it's perfection in its own way. Although I, I still have moments where I struggle with that. And of course I like, you know, in my own way, want to get back into, like we were just talking about not, I haven't danced like all year, but I do miss, like, I want to be physical. I want to like do something every day where I'm moving. Um, so do I do want to get back into that? Yes. And do I hope I potentially slim down a little bit? Maybe, but if I don't, if I'm eating healthy, which I am, if I'm exercising every day and I feel good, then like, that's it. And like, I just need to be accepting of it. So for, for me, I think that's 100% the devil because it's just like, it's been my whole life. And I'm like, girl, you just gotta be happy with yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I have to say, I think the tower is probably the best thing that you could possibly see coming in your future then, because yeah. to me, that's saying it's going to be the year that you really, that that really comes down, you know? Yeah. And we and both- I- I feel that way. I do. Like I feel more accepting of it than I ever have. And I feel the literal need to be like, stop doing this to yourself. It's been how many years and like nobody, like, it's just, it's not helping. It's only a detriment to myself, you know? Yeah. And you're still, you're still in your like Saturn return window as well. Like 31 is still, you know, at the back, at the back end of that. So, Mm -hmm. um, I think it makes sense for something that's been haunting you since childhood Mm -hmm. to be coming up now in this way and, and really being Mm -hmm. wanting, uh, you know, wanting to get dealt with. Um, and you know, like, like you and I know the tower is not always an easy process, a gentle process or or like a cozy process, but, but it, it is showing up, which would kind of indicate that maybe, it will come down and it might, it might be hard, but I think if you, if you know that and you lean into it and you invite it, you know, if you say, I'm ready, let's go, you know, let's, and, and let me, let me really get to the heart of it. You know, let me really, Mm -hmm. um, like we said, like get curious about it and want, you know, what is, what's deeper than just like my gene size, you know, like what's, what's what's really under there, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's shuffle the deck and pull some cards. Um, And I'll angle the camera down so you can watch me shuffle. All right. Great. (laughs) It's going well. (laughs) Oh, I'm nervous. (laughs) No, it's good. It is going well. Okay. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
<laughs> and that's it. Wouldn't you like to know? Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So the first card we're starting with is the bridge card. So it's like what energy yeah. is kind of going to help you bridge the gap between the devil and the tower. And we, okay. and we are pulling 10 of cups. Okay. So... I, I'm also curious to hear, you know, what these cards bring up for you and, and, and what you think about them. But um, the loveliest thing that this card makes me think of is honestly AJ and your family, um, your, your loved ones, um, because I think this card yeah. has, has a lot to do with safety and security within your love-like connection, um, your, your family and your home and all of that and how trusting and leaning into that for support um mm -hmm. is going to be really necessary and it's interesting you know obviously that will be necessary once you're in the tower but it's interesting to think about that it's that that is necessary to even get to the tower you know that mm -hmm. to leave to leave the devil to admit you have a, a problem a quote-unquote problem or like you, that you have something mm -hmm. that you, you would like to look at, you know, that is plaguing you. Mm -hmm. um, and to mm -hmm. really start that process, you're going to need um, like some love, you know, to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you feel about that? I feel like that's really accurate. And like, I agree, like AJ and my little baby nuggets here, my little cats are my, literally my whole world. And it like, even through, cause I said, you know, this whole fire thing has been like very traumatic. I could not get through a single day of my life without AJ. He is truly like my grounding and like my rock. And, you know, we've been together nine years. So like we've seen this and the worst of each other and we've, we've picked each other. We've been there to like, you know, be there for each other and pick the other one up every time. And it's so real that like, yeah, I, I could not get through a single day without him and like these cats too. I like call them, I like would not, you know, I'm like, they're my, like my little emotional support babies, you know? And so I completely agree. And like, you know, cups are the emotions and all that. So yeah, that's very accurate. 100%. Yeah. And the, and the other thing I think about it um, showing up for you is, you know, because this is something that ha that you've lived with for a really long time, for as it sounds like as long as AJ's known you, you know, you've, mm -hmm. you've dealt with this. It could be that in order to move from the devil into the tower that you might actually need to tell AJ, um, I think I need you to do X. You know, I think, mm -hmm. I think I need you to support me in like a different kind of way because I'm, I'm trying yeah. to, um, you know, I'm trying to make a change. I'm trying to do something different. And mm -hmm. I, I love that you, of course, love me and support me unconditionally. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I really, I need something, you know, like, and I don't, I don't know what that is. And, and, yeah. uh, and maybe, maybe you do, maybe he gives you exactly what you need. But if there's any, any kind of special support that you need to like boost you into this transition, like, I think, um, tell him, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, the first card, so now we're going to go into a series of three cards that have to do with the year you're leaving, so this, this year, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first card is the lesson, lessons of 2020. Mm-hmm. And we pulled King of Wands. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think, what I think, uh, this card actually came up last night too for Tia, and, what, and it's interesting because she also um, left performing. Um, uh-huh. and so what we talked about a lot was, um, changing the way that you use your creativity, um, mm-hmm. so that you're not performing, you know, you're not like showing your creative side that way. You're instead, you know, making this, uh, making these school programs, making this arts mm-hmm. education programming, sort of working behind the scenes, but still being extremely creative. Um, and mm-hmm. maybe even, maybe even more creative, certainly I think more like output than you've had in a while, like just in terms yeah. of like sheer production, you know, and like, yeah. and even with the podcast and the playlists and the, the music mm-hmm. that you were making for the podcast, you know, it's actually maybe been one of your like most creative years, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. So what is the lesson in that? Do you think? I think, I think, I feel like before like living in New York when I was trying to pursue theater I never felt creative I mean I would always be like crocheting and like stuff on the side but I fully went into like a songwriting rut you know I haven't started writing music until the podcast like I had like written music you know back oh my god like 2012 and then I just kind of hit a wall with it um and I would always feel like living in New York, like I was just never being creative. I was like waking up, pounding the pavement, going to work, coming home. And even though like I was, I in an audition, like I'm doing a dance combination or, you know, I might be singing a song. I just, it was like obligatory, you know, it just like, didn't feel like it was naturally, like I was just like creating to create because I enjoyed it. And I agree that, um, this year I've been, you know, and it's so funny because I was like, at one point I was, I, and I feel like this year too, I really like dived into tarot more so and like trying to really learn, you know, everything and like get my own perspective on everything. And, um, I had, (laughs) there was like one night a couple months ago back when I had more time and I was, (laughs) I was like, reading a tarot book and I was reading like my astrology book and I was, it was like, I was in the middle of my Spanish course and I was like, I'm like learning more now than I ever have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And so, yeah, I, I agree. And I think I, I like, don't want to look back from that, you know, like I, I do feel super creative in our job too. And like writing these lesson plans, it takes some, some definitely some creative thinking, you know, and it is arts integrated lessons, but like, how are we, how can we creatively like get these kids to like enjoy learning, like all that. Um, and I do, I feel like creative in every aspect of my life and I like it, you know? So I think I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love that. I love, and yeah. it's, it's interesting too, that like, um, to having having the more like showy creative job didn't actually lead to you feeling very creative you know yeah like, but but being able to be your own creative engine like in your in yeah. the safety of your hermit kind of world mm-hmm. you know like 
um, fuel actually fueled you more and, and actually made you have maybe more of an impact and definitely like put out more um, mm-hmm. and, and I think affect the world more like with education and with the podcast yeah. and different, you know, like, so that's cool. I mean, that is such a blessing and, and yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. The next part is the gifts, gifts of 2020. And for that, we pulled three of pinnacles. So this this card is about um, working on a team, which, you know, God knows transcendence is a team. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Shout out, Tony. Um, Yeah. So joining a team, the importance of team and having a team to rely on. And so this is a, a gift, you know, it's a gift that you have people you work with that you can trust, you know, the, the three of pentacles really teaches us that like, we are the sum of our parts, um, Mm -hmm. you know, that no project we ever could work on would be half as good without the people beside us that are like making it happen, you know, and, and we can't do it alone and, and that you have those people. So how do you feel about that? Like being a gift of this year? Absolutely. And what's so interesting is, um, Nico and Jeremy came over for dinner for like a birthday celebration for me. And, um, we like, I like, pulled cards for them. And Jeremy was like, can I just pull one card for you for your birthday? And I was like, yeah, it was the three of pentacles. And he was like, so what does that mean? And I was like, well, let me tell you, because my team is in right here. It's like, you know, yes, transcendence in in a whole as a team, but our education department is me, AJ and Nico. And we are the literal team dream team. The three, like the education department would not function without like, we're each such a vital part to that department but what's so amazing too is that like we're such good friends like yes we're co-workers and we're like amazing teammates in the workplace but we're also like such amazing friends and teammates in life um so yeah it's a gift and I'm obsessed I love it <laughs> I, I also I love that he pulled that card for you like as a gift that night yeah and, and now, yeah and now I'm pulling it as the gift of the year like yeah so, I love it happy birthday <laughs> yeah Woo! <laughs> that, that's crazy that's amazing yeah like, yeah um, and it's interesting too because I know we already talked about like being a hermit and everything and like I am such a homebody and like and, you know I love that but I also like I can't do alone time. Like after 20 minutes, I'm like, I need somebody to talk to, or, you know, like AJ will go work in the yard and I'm like, I miss you. Like, what are you doing? Can I help? You know? Um, so I look at, I look at that as well. Like the three of me, you know, kind of needing more than just myself. Like, I think I'd go crazy if I was just alone all the time. And like, I appreciate human interaction so much. What is your moon? Libra. Yeah. So that's, that's why you, that's why, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your, your, your moon is emotion and, and like, and yeah. Libras want to talk, like, God, I know. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> and, and yeah. Libra is, Libra wants relationship, like Libra yeah. wants, you know, so you really, yeah. you really want harmony in your emotions. Like you really mm-hmm. want to be understood the way you feel um, mm-hmm. and, and be balanced. You probably really want to feel emotionally mm-hmm. balanced, which I will say that's something that maybe the devil into the tower might feel especially hard for you. Um, yeah. If you, yeah. you know, if, if you struggle to, if you struggle in moments as a Virgo and a Libra moon, which you, mm-hmm. that's like a double whammy struggling, yeah. to, struggling to feel a little messy, 
you know, struggling, yeah. struggling to feel unbalanced, like mm -hmm. that could really, that could really stand in your way as far as getting out of the devil, you know, yeah. because uh, when those moments come up and you're starting to kind of lean into it and get curious, the devil is going to say, Erica, you look like a mess, pull back, um, yeah. you know, get, get in your, get in your lane, you know, sit down. Yeah. And, and you, and that's when you're going to need to be like, shut up. I don't yeah. care. It doesn't matter that I'm a mess. I, I need to get through this. I need to be a little messy. It's okay. I'm still, even when I'm a mess, I'm still full of love and I still have love and belonging. Like Brene Brown mm -hmm. says, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. but that's, that's actually a really important point. I think, um, yeah. to think about. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. And then the next card is the work that's still remaining. So the work that you're bringing with you into this next year. Um, and that is five of wands. Mm -hmm. So comparison, um, you know, wanting to kind of look as good as everyone again, again, caring about what people think of you. Like when you, when you feel messy, not, yeah. you know, kind of feeling insecure and, and wanting to look as hot as this person or as collected as this person or mm -hmm. as successful as this person. Um, you know, the lesson in five of wands really is like, who, who are you trying to prove yourself to, you know, you, yeah. don't, you, don't, you don't need to prove yourself to anyone. All you, yeah. the only person that has to understand Erica or approve of Erica is Erica. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. So I think that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> but, you know, it's cool that you have King of Wands as your lesson. So mm -hmm. you you have found your fire in like a major way this year. Yeah. So, yeah. so when these Five of Wands moments creep up, just kind of be like, wait a second. Like, I'm, I'm like killing it more than I ever have. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm... I'm more inspired and more passionate and more alive than I've been in years, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, yeah. and, and meanwhile, like Susie Brown is like unemployed in New York and not that, and it, it, we don't want to compare, but like, yeah. you know, but you, you are like really, um, you're happy. I mean, you're like, mm -hmm. you're, you're putting stuff out there, you know? So just remember that, like when those moments yeah. come up of comparison, it's like, no, wait a second. Like I'm writing songs and, do, you know, I'm learning and I'm a witch. Yeah. I'm doing yeah. all, these, all these things. Like, yeah. 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 Um, okay. So now moving into 2021, okay. um, the first card is the potential for growth in 2021. Okay. And it is, it is two of wands. Okay. So we're getting lots of lots wands. Of yeah. <laughs> um, so potential for growth. So uh, this is fire collaboration. This is um, this is really standing in your own wand, mm -hmm. so that you can see the wand in someone else and not feel threatened by it. Kind of like the, that five of wands, you know. And mm -hmm. instead, really embracing it and really collaborating, you know. So it's like yeah. you have you have to really. Um, you know, know your, like in the ace, you see your own fire. And then in the two, you see another person's fire. And, and so okay. the, the question becomes like, how are you going to work with that together? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. How has, how has, I mean, I know you just talked about like loving your team, but mm -hmm. how has, um, how has creative collaboration felt for you this year? I love it. 
Okay. I'm like, I, I love, I feel like I'm very open and I'm never like, mm, nope, I don't agree. I don't like that. I'm not, you know, I'm, I love, I, I don't know. I've always like, even if like as a kid, I'm like, I love a group project, like in high school, give me a group project. I want to like talk these things out with people. I want to create something where we each have our own part and create even some, something even bigger. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about collaboration. Do you think that there's any piece of the, uh, body dysmorphia that ever stops you in any way from creative, like potential in any kind of way? Um, maybe, I mean, it's really more like, it's such a personal thing that it's, maybe sometimes it prevents me from being focused and like in that creative mindset because I'm like, it's all I, it at times, not like now, but like before it's been like all that I could think about. And yeah, it detracts from like, I mean, like when I was in the thick of it, I would say like it detracted from my everyday life, you know, like right. it, it was all I would think about and it was terrible. Um, so, and I would say now, I mean, I don't know. I'm like trying so hard to just like, yeah. stop it, stop it, stop it. So it's like, I think about it for a second and then I have to like move on. I don't have time to dwell on it. You know what I mean? I do, but that's the piece that I think might need to shift in this mm -hmm. coming year. I think just, and I say this because of having gone through like my own tower, um, yeah. I, think, I think that you might want to start leaning into like, uh, come closer, you know, mm -hmm. in, instead of, instead of saying, stop it, stop it, go away. Because it's, it's not, yeah. it's not going to, you know, like, yeah. you know, it's never going yeah. to until, until you open the door and like let it in and like yeah. hold it and hug it and have tea with it and get, and talk yeah. to it, you know, it's really the opposite. And so, and, and also with towers, um, a lot of times what happens when you go through a tower is suddenly there's this like attic of emotion that you really mm -hmm. didn't know was still there where like there probably are going to be some tears from like 16 year old Erica that need to be cried. Yeah. And that piece of it might unlock some creative blockage that you didn't even know was blocked. Yeah. You yeah. know, where you're like, oh my God, like, that's why I never wear this dress or, or even more than that. Like, that's why I don't think I deserve this promotion or that's why yeah. I, do, you know, like it might really, you might be surprised like what's yeah. in there, you know? And I, yeah. I think that, that, I think that might have something to do with why this card's showing up. Um, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I definitely would, um, gently begin to kind of in those moments where you feel yourself being like no stop that's yeah. that's where you need to be like okay wait come come here yeah come here, you know come here let's talk what is this really about um yeah yeah okay um all right then we're pulling skills to cultivate here, here's how you're gonna mm -hmm. do what we just said you're gonna do okay. it you're gonna do it with the good old queen of cups Okay. She's, uh -huh. she's going to take you to the bottom of the ocean and mm -hmm. you're just going to feel the feels. 
gonna feel yep. the feels and know that it's safe to feel the feels and mm-hmm. there's no rush and um, there's no need for words. You don't have to, it doesn't have to make sense. Um, you don't even have to talk about it. You can just mm-hmm. feel it, cry it, sing it, write it, paint it. Yeah. You know, uh, but she doesn't even, she literally doesn't even need words. She just feels, you know, she's just, it's double water, queen, queen's water, cups water. It's just all the water. And it's, yeah, we're saying skills to cultivate. So it's like getting, I think getting messy, you know, yeah. like, like, um, and no, and seeing how beautiful that is. Like the queen of cups is like a beautiful drenched, you know, woman who someone might say like, look, look, at, look at her. She looks like a drowned rat, but really she's gorgeous because she's just completely drenched in her emotions, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How, how, does, that, how does that make you feel? I mean, listen, I am the queen of the feelings of the feelings. Okay. Like I feel like I feel all the things all the time, every day. And so, yes, that makes a lot of sense for me. Um, Okay. And then the last part is um, how the work of 2021 will impact your overall kind of life path. Mm -hmm. And for that, we are pulling eight of wands so it's it will really impact it like it will um yeah and we are pulling so many wands for you which i really do love i know yeah yeah um but it's again it's like really gonna unlock there's something about this tower for you that i think is really going to unlock more even more of your passion and and creative spark you know um Mm -hmm. with something about next year it's it's going to even more be like oh mm-hmm. like do you, have a, do you have a thought i do i um i had an experience i think I, so i had an experience this year a teaching experience um it was with during the holiday show we did a a connect project with the whole cast and um they came to dunbar which is the elementary school that aj and i teach at and they have a lot of sdc kids which is um special education uh, now it's called SDC. And um, I have never taught an SDC class before. And I volunteered. I talked to Nico because he was like, well, you know, it's, we, we have to have, they have to be a part of this. I want them to be a part of this. You know, we all did, but we can't have like a cast member run this class. And I was like, I, I wanted to do it. And I had, I have like a very significant interest in it and we're actually taking a course right now an online course and it's talking about like a local course for California and it's talking about how no, not one school in the district of, of, of the state has arts programming for SDC kids, which is insane to me because I feel like of all classifications of students, they are going to connect with it most. And so anyway, I taught this SDC class and it like changed my life. I like, I cried and I said to Nico, I was like, I want to, I want to do more of this. I want to be with these, these children and I want to work with them. And that opportunity has not presented itself yet. And we actually, AJ and I took uh, our second class today of this class where we learned that these SDC kids are not getting arts. And I was like, 
I have like, and even AJ was like, if we get like, if we're, if we're able to expand in any way, like you need to be with those SDC kids at Dunbar. And I'm like, I, that's what I want, you know? So I feel like what, that's the first thing that came to my mind, at least, you know, like yeah. maybe this, this year I can really like explore that potentially get a certification of some kind or something and try to pursue it in a small way. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you, you'll have that counterbalance to what potentially might be for you personally, like a little bit of a challenging year, like with the tower. Um, you know, mm -hmm. I like that you'll have that counterbalance of that passion. And, you know, I don't, I don't believe that this cliche is true all the time, but I do think sometimes it, and unfortunately can be true that like sometimes our most traumatic things spur our most powerful art, you know? And, yeah. and, and yeah. I, sort of, I sort of think of that with this combo of um, the tower and eight of wands where, you know, yeah. you're going through a lot of internal unrest and putting out a lot of really powerful stuff because of that, you know? Whether, yeah. it's, whether it's putting out stuff that's inspired by what's happening to you or just you needing to focus on something that is not you, you know, for a second. Yeah. Either yeah. way, you're, you're being very forward directed with your energy because, you, because of this internal thing that's happening, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely a new passion, you know. Like, yeah. I have dipped my toe in for the first time this year and I was like, yeah, I want to work with these kids for sure. Wow. Well, that's, that's very cool. And I mean, obviously they need that. So I'm glad that you feel called to that. Well, I love you. I love you too. This Happy was so birthday. great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Have a great night. I'll, we'll talk soon. Thank you. Okay. I love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye.